Another week, another talking dirty. Oh. <laughs> the boys are back in town. And this week we have for you over the NBA, we have the trade deadlines, uh, everything coming up leading to it. Then we take it over to the NFL where we break down the divisional round recap, the injury updates, the headlines, and the championship, conference championship pickums. Then, of course, we take it over to pop culture where we break down some of the new uh, trailers, the new episodes of The Bad Batch, and then wrapping it all up with the jams of the week. Now, Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Uh, yeah. Uh, Kent Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Give them a call today if you are in the market for a brand new paint job. Once again, 412-784-1577. With that being said, let's get into it. You. Yeah. All right, and Guy, before we get into it, your voice still sounds bad. I mean, it's better. It's better. It it was so bad last week. I couldn't even, like, formulate a sentence. Yeah, I just for our listeners out there, um, this is, like, 80% better. So imagine how bad it was last week. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so bad. I sounded like I had a stoma or something. It was terrible. Yeah, that's awful. Dude, Real it was quick. like right. It was like when we were done, like with our recording two weeks ago. I woke up the next morning. I felt like complete shit, and I didn't go into work. I just worked from home, and then I just like had the chills and all that kind of crap. I I, I probably had the flu, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then my voice was hoarse for like a week, but like I was still going into work and shit. So it was just terrible. But it, it's getting to the point now. I've just been sucking on cough drops and tea for the last like week and a half that's what you gotta do i mean sometimes when your voice is like that you nothing you can do except for lozenges and not talk yeah <laughs> so that's what that's what we're kind of rolling with yeah real quick shout out to owen for filling in he did a good job yeah much appreciated for sure mm-hmm. he definitely has some gripes with your uh giants pick what we'll get into later but yeah i mean yeah, you know hindsight's 2020 yeah yeah, but I mean, at that point, it was you weren't here, and both of us were just talking shit because <laughs> uh, we're both on the bird gang on that week. Um, but besides that, how's everything going? I mean, aside aside from that, it's all right. But how, how about you? How you doing? Eh. <laughs> I got. I, I we're in Zoom. We'll, we'll be Zoom for maybe the next two weeks too. Uh, I'm getting surgery tomorrow, so just you know. Eh. I'm one of those before anything with like surgery and like needles, even like blood work and shots and stuff leading up to it. I freak myself out so bad from the needles and this and that. And then by the time it happens, it's like, oh, this is nothing. So I'm very freaked out right now. But I feel like by the time it comes time to it, like the day of like tomorrow, I'll be fine. It's weird. I don't know. My brain's weird. So. But hey, any any time you got like an operation like that, it's always tough. Yeah, yeah. But oh well. I mean, I'm off all week. I'll work all week next week, but not really. I have to work from home. But for that, I mean, it's pretty much off. 
I'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> just chilling. Yeah, just chilling with it. Um, but this weekend, my little pre-pod banter I have. Um, this weekend we went out to like Tequila Cowboy and stuff in the North Shore. Me, me and a couple, oh God, uh, Chelsea, basically Chelsea and chair friends. Um, then I invited a couple of my friends uh, from high school and stuff. Um, but one of the funniest things, I was at that level of drunk where I don't remember a lot, but I remember enough and. I didn't do anything bad. I wasn't bad. I wasn't like being a <laughs> jerk. I wasn't whatever. I was like a like a good drunk. And all I remember, really remember when I was leaving was I jumped in this car, my Uber, and it was a Japanese man. And I tried to make small talk with him. Didn't speak any English. Um, so the whole time I was trying to think of like what to do because it's like a thirty minute drive into silence. Because he even have music playing. He was just silence. And so uh, I just damn, sat there. That's tough. With like a weird grin on my face the whole time, I dawned in my head trying to think of what to do, because I was too drunk to <laughs> use my. I was also too drunk to use my phone because I would have got the spins. Like it was like that. Like, like when I'm drunk in a car, I can't look at my phone. So I was hoping to make small talk, but I couldn't. So I just sat there with a smile on my face trying to figure out what to do. And then, this, then the funniest part was when we got out of the when we got to my house. He pulls up. I wanted to go thank him, but like, I realized he didn't speak English. So I got out of the car and did like a Japanese traditional bow to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he, he, he like gave me a little head nod and smiled and drove off. But like, I didn't know what to do. I literally did like a ch- traditional Japanese bow. Dude, he probably drove away like thing. fucking Americans. <laughs> I know. He definitely was. I mean, look at, this, look at this drunk kid bowing at me outside of his parents' house. Dude, that's but great. I, yeah, I walked in my house immediately and told my dad and he just started dying. <laughs> uh yeah oh i also got in a argument with the bartender and i was totally not in the wrong at all like okay. i i told okay. everybody else what happened was like it was obviously busy it's tequila cowboy i'm a bartender i get where she's coming from for this but there was these two i'd call i'd probably peg on my college age girls because i'd say college age because they didn't seem like they've been to bars that like that much at this point like they yeah. couldn't get the bartender's attention to get a drink or anything. So I come stand up next to him and she comes over to me immediately. And they were saying like, I've been, we've been waiting forever. So when she comes back to my drinks, I'm like, Oh yeah, by the way, these girls have been here for a while. If you just want to take care of them now. And she got so mad at me. He's like, I'm the bartender, not you. You don't tell me how to do my job. <laughs> and I said, I just like very calmly said, well, I'm also a bartender, so I know how to do your job as well. And I'm telling you, this would be better for your job. And she got all mad at me and started like cussing me out. So I said, all right, whatever, fuck you. And she said, wait, fuck me. Then she started yelling some more. And I just grabbed my drinks. I made a very obnoxious like straight line through the tip line. Like she's not getting a tip. And then I, then the the two college girls looked at me and said, thanks for trying. Thanks, thanks so much for trying. And so thanks I was for walking, trying, I, Ryan. And I passed out the drinks I got for people, and I said, well, you guys better drink it up fast because I guarantee we're getting kicked out because I just got in a fight with the bartender. <laughs> Did we you get didn't. kicked out? No, we didn't. We we left on our own accord like shortly after, though. There, everyone oh, was ready okay. to go to McFadden's anyway, but I was just like – I was like, all right, guys, I'm – I'm just going to be sitting here with like my arms out waiting for security to drag me out because I know I'm going to get it. <laughs> it was, it was bad. It was one or something. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was, I'll just let him take me. Just let him take me. Dude, I hate to kill a cowboy anymore. I used to love it, but fuck. It's it just was, shit like that anymore. Yeah, it was it was actually perfect. This is the best experience I've ever had in to kill a cowboy, or at least second. Um, yeah. Because when you walk in, there's that main bar right there. Then you go to the left, and there's some tables where the bowl used to be. There's some, like, standing tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. We got there 
early before the really got crowded kind of just posted up there and by the time it got crowded we just had that whole corner like as ours there's like 20 plus plus because like there's a couple of different friend groups coming together so that whole corner is ours so it wasn't like pushing through people here there like we access to the bar access to the bathroom pretty easy didn't have anyone bumping against us we just had our own table and then um they opened up a taco stand right next to us so there's just tacos right there we're like hey this is perfect <laughs> it was awesome yeah that's cool that's cool yeah that's dope um i also have another pre-pod thing but i'm think i'm gonna I think I'm going to put a pin in it, but I'll tell you what it is now. Then All right. What do you next got? Episode, next episode, we can talk about in the beginning. Um, you know that uh, whole, like, if you can, I mean, this is definitely not a new question. It's just, if you can invite three people dead alive, that's not, that you don't know personally, to a dinner. And so there's four of you, you and three other people dead or alive that you don't know personally, who would you pick? I'll let you think about it. You can think of whatever combination you want. And then next week, I'll, we'll make a graphic and everything. Uh, Wait, like right now, just r- rattle them off or next no, week? No, I'm giving you a week to think about it. Okay, okay. I was going to Give say. you the question now. And I was that like, way, oh, this is massive. Yeah, no, exactly. That, <laughs> I, I, I was going to spring it on you, but then I was just like, that's that's too much to spring on you. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to bear. Oh, I got to get the trivia. I forgot about that. <laughs> Dude, you're leaving the kitchen table here? What's that? You're leaving the kitchen table? Oh, you're back. You're back. Oh, this is the kitchen table. This is my uh, office. Uh, this is an office? That's my office downtown. It's a corner office. See it? I don't know. It seems, it seems like a countertop, like a kitchen counter. Like a barista or something like oh. that. I don't know. I was always in the impression that it's like an office building in a major city or something. Um, for those who don't know what we're talking about, we're also on skype if you can't tell already and uh yeah so we're, we go to youtube at dairy j sports on youtube if you want to watch us instead of listen to us this week it's up to you all right so uh, number seven's on top we just know oh, seven's a out. tough one yeah yeah i don't think you'll know any of these could be problematic yeah yeah no dude one's like which uh, Penguins goalie had this on their helmet. It's like their art design. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way I could name that. Unless yeah. it's Mark Andre Fleury. Like. No, dude, it was Tristan Jari. Is like which Penguins player had like Tom and Jerry on their helmet? <laughs> um, all right, this is number two. Oh my god, and the first one's so easy. All right, whatever, we're gonna do it. Um. <laughs> From 2011 to 2014, what Steelers defense and raised money for a charity for his with his annual Sheared the Beard event? Brett Kiesel. Correct. Um, hmm. Now, this is That's a weird face. In what year did a series of drug trials in Pittsburgh lead to a cocaine scandal in Major League Baseball? <laughs> in what year? Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> Is it in the 70s? No. Fuck. Am I close? Um, I mean, 80s. I'll give you that. 1983. What year did the Bears win the Super Bowl? 1985. Yep. Um, right. This one's like the only like, real doable one on this card. Uh, 
which you might not even know. What 1993 Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee retired from his playing career with the Browns at age 27 to begin his coaching career? Played for the Browns and went on to a coaching career. Hall of Fame coaching career. And obviously it's with Pittsburgh because it's a Pittsburgh-based question. So you have... Head coach or any type of coach? Uh, Head coach because it's Hall of Fame. We're not going to... Uh, okay, Chuck Noll. Assistance. Yeah, Chuck Noll. It's Chuck Noll. All right, I need to give a good one where it's like a good balance here. Um, this trivia game has like such a massive jump from like easy to hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a questionnaire you asked before, but we'll try it. Which Hall of Fame? No, wait. This Pirates retired uniform number. Eight is to honor twenty-one year veteran and member of the Hall of Fame. Who was number eight for the Pirates? Who got that number retired? I don't know. I don't know much about the Pirates. Um all right, just think about all the big name pirates historically and just start rattling them off. There I'll give you a hint there's up there is a statue of this guy outside the stadium. Honus Wagner. No. It's not Clemente. No, he's 21. Yeah. You played with Clemente. That doesn't really help me. <laughs> he was from the We Are Family team. That, in the 70s. I have no idea. So I'll Willie Stargell. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough Pittsburgh trivia for the for the day. Um, I like it on. I like doing it on Skype because uh, I don't get any questions. So it's just you that looks bad. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. It's it's yeah. gonna be like that for a couple of weeks because I don't I don't really know much about like the older pirates or even really like deep Steeler trivia back in the day. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's well, definitely gonna be tough. Some of these questions are ridiculous too. Yeah. Um. But whatever. All right. Um. Do you have anything for miscellaneous sports before we go? Um, no, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Can't think of anything. We're we're approaching slow season, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, uh, I need to double check, but we might have the hockey guys back on to kind of do a mid-season recap with us. So that's a little. We'll we'll, learn, we'll talk more about hockey. Oh, yeah, I wonder how my bet's doing. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask Mac to check in on that this week. I will. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. I feel like he would have told you if he was like winning it. Like well-handedly winning it. Yeah, but see with Matt, I he just feel like Jake's not paying attention. Yeah. Like he's paying attention to hockey, but he's not paying attention to the bet. What that is sucks. <laughs> what Somebody is, needs to pay uh, attention to this bet. I know. What is the uh, bet again? I, I think he has to get nine of the teams right in the playoffs or something like that maybe it's under is it i think nine's a push or ten i, ten I think he wins. Ten he wins nine's a push eight you win yeah i think that might and be then it. it it's like you have to go to like a hockey game with them or something like that right yeah yeah uh yeah that's weird but i do have miscellaneous sports so i'm thinking about it okay uh, i i we i am representing dairy j sports in the newest collab with a uh, 
with our friend G Baby Molly Mike. He has an Instagram account. I don't know how to say his Instagram account, which is bad because I'm on it now. <laughs> That's so it's good. A I S L I N G Golf. A Sling. I don't know. I have to ask him. Let's get with that. Yeah. Yeah, I should definitely know that. But that's, that's a tough look on the first. I mean, I mean, he he. It's a very it's a it's a pretty successful Instagram account right now. He just started up. Um, already uh, over a thousand followers. There you go. And he asked me to do a weekly. We're doing top fives weekly, but we're not Ooh. doing the top fives we do. We're doing golf based top five. So this week we did. Um, it's it's also a competition. So we we need punishments for us. So if you want to submit any, just let me know. Um, but at each week with the whatever PJ tournament is going to happen this weekend, this week is Farmers Insurance Open and Torrey Pines. Uh, we will go through the field and we pick five guys each to draft. So if he takes them one night, it's off my board. And if they finish top 10, we get a certain amount of points based on their odds to win. So, for example, I picked the. But my second pick, I took the odds-on favorite, which is John Rom, which is plus four four hundred. So if he wins, I'm not going to get that many points into my total, but I'll get some points, you know. Okay. But, yeah. But at the same time, I also bet I also picked a guy who's plus thirty six hundred. So if he makes top ten, I'll get a decent bit of points. So it kind of evens out. Um, it's pretty cool. But we're not going to always do active golfers. I think this week we're going to focus on a. Um, celebrity pro-am so it's gonna we're gonna do top uh five for celebrities we're gonna do the same thing like see how they finish but like we'll be picking like charles barkley and stuff like that and staff oh god like <laughs> celebrities and stuff and then i also said um we should do a top five uh fictional golfers one too yeah that'd be a good one yeah sure. but i don't know how we're gonna score that one i guess maybe we'll get points if we get we put it out of poll or something like that i'm not sure but yeah it's a nice little endeavor. I started with uh, him. Hopefully, that we get some crossover listeners between. Yeah, them. for sure. For sure. Yeah. But all right. Um, can I start NBA? Yeah, go for it, man. All right. So last week, Owen gave us a top 10 power rankings without watching any NBA. <laughs> I remember that. I didn't ram down. I was going to make a graphic of it. 76 too. is number one. He didn't. He did not, <laughs> actually. But with the one team, he, well, he left the Nuggets out of the top 10 completely because he hates them. What? He I doesn't like them because he he calls them frauds. It's not that he doesn't like them. He just says they're they're amazing regular season, but then they always just don't do anything in the playoffs. And then I just then the Nuggets were two on my list, and I just <laughs> praised the Nuggets. I'm like, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all right, number one, we had the Celtics. The Celtics got the injury bug finally. Um, Marcus Smart's been out with an ankle sprain. Jalen Brown just recently came back after missing a week. Jason Tatum is playing through a wrist injury. And Robert Williams and Al Horford are both managing their minutes. Um, they're still a top team right now, but we have some teams closing in uh, to take the number one spot in the Eastern Conference, which we will get to later, but not yet. We have some uh, two other people in between. Okay. Um, my number two team is the Nuggets. The Nuggets just had their 16-game home streak ended over the weekend, but that was without Michael Porter Jr. and Joker in the lineup. Um, also, in that same kind of stretch with Joker not being there, Jamal Murray got his first career triple-double, um, which I believe was like 15 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds against the Pacers. Okay. So, so that's cool that obviously the, the, they had a tough stretch without their two of their big guys. Um, 
well, two of their big names, rather, not big guys, because Michael Porter Jr. is a forward. But um, they they still are at the top of the West, I believe, right now. And um, if they're not, this number three team is also right there. So on number three, I'm going with the Grizzlies. Uh, the They are on a three-game losing streak by the time I wrote that yesterday, um, which is the longest streak so far this season, which is nuts. That's the longest losing streak for them all season. It's three games. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, the Grizzlies are great, but specifically at home, they have the best home record in the league at 20 and three. Um, okay. But they are under 500 on the road, which is 11 and 13. Um, they're in the midst of a road trip right now. Once again, I wrote this yesterday, so I don't know if they played tonight or not. Um, and on that road trip is where they got that three game losing streak. So that gotcha. just goes to show that like they're a really good team. They're talented, young, all that stuff. But uh, if they don't get a top seed in the playoffs, it could be could be rough for them it looks like they lost to the warriors yesterday okay so make that a four game losing streak and make yeah. that 11 and 14 on the road yeah thank you for fact checking um <laughs> um i won fancy league someone sent me a trade for jjj and i just like trying to take jjj away from me and i just replied do you know who yeah. you're dealing with i just well, do you know who you're you dealing s- with? did you see in that game that uh steph got ejected yeah for throwing his mouthpiece was it throwing the mouthpiece? I thought it was something else. No, I so I saw it. I didn't watch that live or anything. I just saw the notification uh, today when I scroll my phone, and it said he got tossed or tossed his mouthpiece. <laughs> that's hilarious. Which that's happened. He, he's a repeat offender. He it's happened before. He he got mad at the refs and he threw his mouthpiece before and it like went like went into the crowd and meter doesn't like stuff and he uses that one example. The shit on Steph Curry all the time. (laughs) Yeah, he says uh, Steph Curry's out here throwing mouthpiece at kids' faces. I'm like, dude, he got mad through his mouthpiece one time, and now you're making like he's targeting kids, (laughs) and that a mouthpiece is gonna hurt a kid. Like he makes like he does what I did. Anything trying to catch that and sell that. I know. Can make a shit ton of money. What I have done with Joker all last year as a joke, he does seriously with Steph his entire career. <laughs> like he literally tried to acclaim assault, a physical assault because Steph Curry threw his mouthpiece one time and it hit like a kid's foot. <laughs> Jeez. Oh yeah. my God. It's ridiculous. Um, all right. A uh, little callback from number one spot. Uh, our number four spot is the 76ers. So Philly last my checks once again yesterday, unless they played last night or today, um, they were two games behind the Celtics in the standings. I think that might have changed. I think they might have won last night. So I don't know if this in a I don't know if the Celtics played. So they might only be a game or something like that behind. Uh, uh, they are three games behind. Okay, maybe they lost last night then. But regardless, they're yeah. catching up to the uh, Celtics right now. Joel Embiid's playing a great game. I'm a great season so uh, late lately. Um, they've been healthy with Maxine Harden. And uh, once again, I just want to update. Uh, the Sixers are 25 and 10 since Joel B declared the start of the season. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I said that last week, you know, and said like, what? Like he listens from time to time, but he did pick up on that joke. But he did pick up. He did say, I'm pretty sure he said Glenn Rivers, or at least I corrected him. They said, oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> um, all right, number five, the Bucks. So the Bucks had a lot of offensive struggles lately, especially with the injuries. But Monday, Giannis and Middleton both returned to the lineup, and they put up 150 points in that game against Detroit. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where 
they all their offensive tr- struggles struggles have been kind of with injuries. As soon as they get their uh, three guys back, they just go off. And with that, um, the Bucks are ninety and thirty six over the last three seasons when Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday all are on the court together. Yeah. So that's just it's a show. That's the Sam Bucks that was good in the beginning of the season. Even without They're Middleton, probably the weirdest big three in the league. They really are. Because Drew Holiday is like sneaky good, which I think a lot of people don't think he's good, but yeah, it's been consistently good for years. Middleton <laughs> and Giannis just don't seem like they'd play good together because they're both kind of like forwards, but they they do. I don't know. It's weird. You're right. And like aside from Giannis, if you put them all on their own team, I wouldn't like think that much of them or expect that much of them. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> Middleton's definitely not number one guy, but he's a really good Robin. Yeah, yeah. Giannis is a one-man team, though, by himself. For the most part. I, I don't even know if I'd say Middleton's a Robin. <laughs> it's kind of like a step lower than Robin or something. I don't he's know like about a that. a really good Alfred. I don't know. I'd say that about Holiday. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Andy Circus Alfred. Because, like, he's really good. Yeah, and you don't want to sleep on him, but at the same time, he could not do it if he was the first or second option. Middleton, okay. I think you put Middleton on the Knicks right now, and that team's amazing. I think I think Middleton plays good with with people. Um, okay, okay. That's just my opinion. All right, number six, the Kings. The Kings are number one, the number one offense in the league as of right now. They're averaging 125 points uh, a game per 100 possessions in six out of their last eight games. Um, once again, I wrote that down on Wednesday. So if the stat's a little skewed now, if you go look up their last their possessions, whatever that stat was, and it's wrong, I'm sorry, but this is what it was as of a couple of days. Um, that's crazy. I mean, they're playing really well. I believe they just extended their GM, whose name is escaping me because I don't know GM's names pretty much. Yeah, I don't blame you. I know coaches. I don't know GMs, but yeah, no, that they're they're doing a great job over there. Uh, do I think they're gonna be a playoff threat? No, not really. I think they'll be a tough matchup, and I think they can make it to the second round. Um, and that's a team you don't want to play in the playoffs because whatever. But I just don't think they have the experience to go the long haul. But they're still really good right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, next, number seven, the Cavs. Spider, Garland, and Jared Allen all have gotten shine so far this season, but it's time to kind of step back and look at Evan Mobley because he needs some shine too. Um, he dropped a career-high 38 points versus the Bucks over the weekend. Uh, the Cavs are a problem in the East. They're they're going to be I, – I put them a tier above the Kings, so kind of the same sentiment I had with the Kings. Do I think this team, the Cavs teams, could beat the Celtics or the Bucks in a seven-game series? No. Do I think that the Bucks or the Celtics want to play the Cavs in the playoffs? Also, no. Like they have so much talent on that team. Yeah, I could see him getting like two wins in a in a series against those top teams. Yeah, I could see the and Cavs. Like really- maybe that third one goes out of their reach, and it's like that's the turn of the series. Yeah, I I think the Cavs right now could make the Eastern Conference Finals easily, um, but the, I don't know if they can win it, and yeah. it's. I think I think you'll be just out of grasp. You know, they might it might be a six game series um, unless, of course, uh, we don't ever cheer for injuries. But in case it, if an injury happens, that's a totally different game. Yeah, for sure. Because if the Cavs can make the finals, I think they can beat any team out of the West. 
I think the East is talent so much better than the West currently. And I think they're going to have their biggest struggles against the Eastern Conference teams. Like, if it's the Nuggets versus Cavs in the finals, I'll take the Cavs. See, I don't know. I might go Nuggets there. Yeah. If it's the Grizzlies versus Cavs, I'd probably take the Cavs. I'd probably take the Cavs, too. I'll, pro- I'll be cheering... I'll be cheering for the Nuggets. I'll be cheering for the Grizzlies if it's the kids of Cavs, but I'm just saying I they're a problem. I don't know. I I wouldn't sleep on the Cavs. Okay. Okay. Uh number eight, we have the Nets. So the Nets got their first win since losing KD against the Jazz. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Thanks to Kyrie's forty eight points though. Forty eight points from Kyrie. Um I, they can't win without KD, which is a totally an issue for them. But a performance like this from Kyrie shows that when they have him back, they could actually be something. Because Ben Simmons is playing decent right now. I know, mm-hmm. um, I think it was Coach Vaughn said uh, that they he wants Ben Simmons a, a little more of a role, uh, a bigger role for Ben Simmons. Um, so they're going to ramp up his minutes and try to get some more productivity from him. Um, which I think Ben Simmons will fit great in that team if Kate, when KD comes back because... You don't, you don't need them to score. You really don't need them to score. No. Kyrie and KD is going to do all the scoring for you. So you don't have to worry about Ben Simmons on offense. For sure. Yeah. 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 Um, number nine. So you missed last week. I said I said this little spiel. The Heat are number nine right now. I had them number 10 last week. My intentions last week, I was not going to include them in the top 10. Right? And yeah. I do my stats research and um some of these i mean some of these reasonings i basically just take from different power rankings because like i see that oh that's a good point whatever um after i make my power rankings i like i look for content the heat were on all of the power rankings i looked in the top 10 and i was like oh i have them like not even the top 10 so i made a change last second last week this week they are firmly number nine on my top 10 yeah Um, yeah we are slowly getting back to back on track. Tuesday, we beat the Celtics without Jimmy Butler, but Bam dropped 30 points and 15 boards in that game, which we needed. Um, we won seven out of the last 10 games, and a lot of it is thanks to our team finally getting healthy. Um, I, I believe I mentioned it last week, too. I can't remember the stat exactly, but I was watching the Bucks Heat on Saturday a few weeks ago, and it showed like the most injured uh the most games missed by starters on teams due to injury. Number one was the magic because they're missing Jalen Suggs. They're missing Jonathan Isaacs. They're missing all these people. Yeah. But the, yeah. Yeah. Number two was the heat. So the, num- technically on that stat, the heat are the second most injured team for starting, starting five in the league. And you saw uh, all of us kind of get back to healthy. And that's where our season kind of turned around. So yeah, we're back. We're not in the playing games. We are firmly in the top six right now. I think we're gonna. I think we're on a run right now. I think we're gonna keep climbing those the standings. And I wouldn't be surprised if you find us at a uh, top four seed by the end of the regular season. How many more weeks are left in the regular season? We're at the halfway point right now. Okay. Okay. We're we're around forty plus games or forty two plus games right now. Forty one point. We're probably a little bit over the halfway point. Um, it goes I, later. I can see a top three seed. I could. We just kind of were in a hole for a while. Uh, I wish yeah. Jimmy Butler declared the start of the season around November eighth, like uh, Joel did, because they're they've been really tearing it around. I, I, I just I, we need another team to collapse. I mean, the Nets kind of collapsed because they lost KD. 
that's why we're kind of climbing the leaderboard a little bit here. The Pacers yeah. were playing hot for a team they shouldn't have been playing, but now Halliburton's been out, so they're kind of dropping. Um, I don't think we're going to pass the Sixers. I don't think we're going to pass the Bucks. I don't think we're going to pass the Celtics. That's why I put us at four. Okay. okay. Um, the Cavs, I could see us kind of passing them at some point too. Um, in number 10, I'm sorry to do this, but reverse reverse heat effect from last week. I had the Knicks at number 10 because they were definitely top 10 last week. They've had a rough week in most power. I had them number 10, but most power rankings had them at like 13, 14 and another team in the top 10. So I did take the Knicks out, but the Knicks have been playing good the last few weeks. So I do I want to give your Knicks some shot before I get to number 10. They were my number 10 spot. The other power rankings made me rethink things, but Jalen Brunson's been playing well. Julius Randle's been playing well all year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the Knicks are just that frisky team right now. That I think, I don't know if they're in the standings, but they definitely are in a playoff spot right now. They might be playing. Yeah, they're top of the playing games. Yeah, but they're still so number seven? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which, they're only a game back behind the Heat, so we were kind of flipped mm-hmm. there. Um, but my number, actual number 10 is the Pelicans. Here's... Oh. Oh no! Are you hearing me? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my my mic just literally. Uh, I pulled my mic out. <laughs> I can hear you the whole time. You're good. I think my I think my inside eternal things took over. Oh, gotcha. But gotcha. Mic, the mic talk. Um, the Pelicans, they've been trashed because since Zion's been hurt, like they definitely been going through a a, a losing streak here. But uh, Brandon Ingram's back. And they're really climbing the ladder again. Um, things uh, could be looking up for the Pelicans. They're going to be going through a rough patch since losing Zion. But Brandon Ingram returned into the lineup Wednesday versus the T-Wolves. And I'm going to pull up his stats because I obviously didn't write them down. Because uh, why would I? That would be good podcasting instead of me ranting about being a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. The Pelicans, Timberwolves, Stats, Pelicans. This is a great podcasting. He had 25 minutes. And he dropped 13 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. So that's not bad. A nice first game back in a long time, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely not bad. Um, But, yeah, that's my power rankings as of right now. Once again, the Knicks are just outside the top 10. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Hey, but go Knicks. You know, we're improving. We're going to get there. Yeah. One day. No, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. We'll see. The Hawks are also on a tear right now. The Hawks are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they won seven out of the last ten as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing good too, but we'll see because at the deadline, I think they're going to be trading away at least one or two good pe- people. Um, right, players of the week. This week we have from the West, LeBron James. Um, yeah, yeah. A stat I didn't say last week that I – whatever I should have said. Um, he did officially enter the 38,000 uh, team, like the 38,000 point all time club. So just yeah. him Kareem there, he is on pace to beat Kareem before the end of the season. So Jeez. will be the all time leading scorer. Knock on wood, make sure there's no injuries coming up. He will be the all time leading scorer um, by the end of the season. Most likely he is, He's been on a tear since turning 38. He's been like literally averaging 30. So I'm, I saw something the other day. I didn't screenshot it. He's averaging more points per game right now than he did his entire career. 
Jesus Christ, dude, it's insane. it's insane. Like what the guy's doing at this age. Yeah, no, that's that's just insane. Let me pull up his actual stats here, so I'm not just empty talking, uh, empty uh, words here. He's averaging 30 points per game, <laughs> and I think there's I might have a lot. I think there might have been a couple other seasons he's around the 30 mark, but like, dude, the dude's 38, mm. and he's averaging 30 points per game. Not just 30 points a game, seven assists, eight and a half rebounds, um, one steal, half a block. Like, he's a beast. You know, it's funny. What? Played against him last week. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, last week he had 35 points a game, nine rebounds a game, seven assists a game, and the Lakers in game one. That sucks. That sucks. Did you play the Easter Conference guy too? Um, Is it Giannis? No, but same team. It's Drew Holiday. Um, I don't think I'm playing him this week. Drew Holiday last week averaged 33.3 points per game, 9.3 assists, and 4.7 rebounds. To Bucks two and one. Yeah, Drew Holiday. I'm dude. He's very underrated. Um, shout out to my one buddy Steve Reed. This was 2014-2015. I said Drew Holiday is kind of underrated. And he just laughed at me and didn't make any argument against me. He just laughed and said, That's you're wrong. I'm like, how? This is when he was this is when Drew Holiday was on the Pelicans. Yeah. Like, yeah. Drew Holiday is underrated, sneaky good. And he was just like, No, he's not. And like all this stuff, but never give me a reason why. Now fast forward uh what, like eight years and mm-hmm. still really good, which is insane. Um but I also kind of got exposed to that before. I said Around that same time, I told Carmen, our friend Carmen, that Chris Paul was washed up. Yeah, and then he went on to like that was like years ago, and he's been <laughs> this year. He's been hurt and not good, but like they went to the finals a couple years ago. Yeah, that's so. I, that was a bad take by me. Um, speaking of injuries, let's talk. Look at some uh, injuries this week. Kristaps Porzingis is out week to week with an ankle injury. Um, Danny Green. Is going to make his season debut on February 1st for the Grizzlies. Wow. Yes. Blast from the past. What? Blast from the past. I know. He hasn't played all year. His last game, he did tear his ACL and MCL, I believe. So he is playing uh, his first game back February 1st, which is Wednesday next week. Okay. I fuck with that. Yeah. Um, Oh, another stat I have to look up because I didn't do it before this one. Um, Anthony Davis returned last night against the Spurs. Okay. Yeah. Good shit. Um, I think it was the last night when I wrote this. It was a Tuesday. No. What? Hmm. I wrote last night. Yeah. Wednesday night. Anthony Davis returned 21 points off the bench. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's not bad. 21 points, 12 rebounds. He did not start because they were trying to ease him into it. It's not bad. Not <laughs> bad. He puts up 20 points and 10 boards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, Next, we got Christian Wood. He's out for at least a week with a broken thumb. Could be re- reevaluated next week. Sucks. Uh, fan- he's in my fantasy squad. Um, One of my fantasy squads, but still. Uh, Next, Bobby Portis is out two weeks with uh, at least with an MCL sprain. Yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah, the Bobby Porce ain't changing no game. Um, Steve Adams is out three to five weeks with a PCL sprain. Wow, okay. Okay. That's that's, that's a pretty big blow for the Grizzlies. 
Um, your boy Mitch Robinson is out for three weeks, also with a broken thumb, like Christian Wood. Um, his is a little more serious, so it's three weeks guaranteed, where Christian Wood's week to week. If it's your offhand, I want to be ignorant and say you don't really need it, but because you do. But like that's why these probably are only a couple weeks for broken thumbs because they're probably on their offhand. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's probably getting a board or something. Mm-hmm. Um, stop me if you heard this before. Lamella Balls could miss some time with an ankle injury. <laughs> he literally twisted his ankle again the other day. So Jeez. I don't know if he's been playing or not. Um, I can fact check it real quick, but I don't think he has been because this was like fresh on Wednesday or Tuesday. So I'm assuming he's not playing right now. Yeah, he's probably been out for the time being, especially with his history this this year alone. Jeez. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, the past two seasons, he's been just like mm-hmm. on and off the court consistently. I oh, know he's playing. He is playing. He's not oh, playing he's, good. Okay. He's playing. Currently in the game against the Bulls, it's at halftime. He's played 17 minutes, has three points, shot one for eight. <laughs> yeah. Probably should have uh, set that one out. I know, probably. <laughs> um, here's a little twofer. Uh, KD and Zion are both making progress with their injuries, and they will be reevaluated in two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's Not bad. Pretty standard headline for those two guys. Mm hmm. Uh, Devin Booker is out at least one more week with a groin injury. And then I think the biggest headline out of injuries is Jonathan Isaacs is finally back uh, after years of not playing for the Magic. He His first game back, he had nine minutes, only played nine minutes, dropped 10 points, three boards, one assist, went two for three from three. Um, and then I also have to check because last night he did similar numbers like Played a couple minutes, but had like an insane. So I, I picked him up in fantasy. The second they said he's back, I both my fantasy leagues I went and picked him up. Gotcha. Fantasy points wise, he had seventeen points the first game, twenty two points the second game. Fantasy wise, that's not bad. And he only he played less than ten minutes for both games. Wait, so like, what's his story? Where did he come from? What do you mean? Well, I haven't heard of this guy before. Oh, yo, he he um got hurt in the bubble. Oh, okay. He was a, he was a, uh, I, I've mentioned him a couple weeks ago too. Um, he, a few years ago in the bubble when they played it like in August, he tore his ACL bad. So he hasn't been playing. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, yeah, he's a forward for the, uh, magic. I'm trying to see when the last time he played was. I believe it wasn't the bubble. So it was that 2020. Yeah. yeah, yeah like coming up so on like a little over two ago. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he's he's a young guy. He's only twenty five and he was gonna be like the next guy coming up for the magic and he's been playing very good. But yeah, they made the bubble because they're one of the uh on the fringe teams. Yeah. So you know how like they invite like the Suns and mm-hmm. teams that weren't really gonna make it but like or do anything, but they're gonna invite him anyways. Came towards ACL really bad, two year recovery. Um he was back in the G League getting some uh, minutes under him, but now he's fully back in the lineup and doing pretty good. So he's right. gonna be good. He's I, he's gonna be good for the going forward. Yeah, I mean that that's a hell of a performance in limited minutes. So, dude, yeah. And once I want to keep talking about fantasy, but fantasy, twenty two points in less than ten minutes. Twenty two fantasy points in less than 20, ten minutes played. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I'm very happy I picked him up. I picked him up the second I saw he's back. I looked at my roster. I'm like, you're cuttable. Cut him. <laughs> you're cuttable. Cut him. Added him. I said, even if he's gonna be good by the end of the year, I'll stash him. And he's yeah. Been, 
decent already. He's been putting the same numbers as the people I cut for him. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, let's go to headlines. There might be some weird stuff in these headlines because I kept a lot of these from a couple weeks ago because I didn't use them last week. Um, number one, the Heat renamed FTX Arena to the Miami Dade Arena until they find a more permanent naming sponsor. Hopefully, Bang Bros comes back into it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. But right now, it's, uh, yeah, Miami Dade. So I guess that's his county. I don't know. That's lame. Yeah, because well, you always better. Yeah, it's it's Dade County is a county over Miami, and it's uh, that's why they always call it Wade County. When D Wade, wow. yeah, that that's funny. Yeah, yeah, they should just name it D Wade Arena. Eh, I don't know. I don't know what you could do. I feel like there's better options. Near oh, Miami, like you can figure something out. I, I'm not really familiar with any Miami uh, started companies, but I'm sure it's going to be something like that. I, they should just name it. I love when uh, uh, teams just name their arena like a certain name. Like the what? I don't know, like Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like Miami's at the point they could do that and they can get away with it, too. Yeah. Like back in the day, the forum. Like mm-hmm. I, I like names of that don't change. Uh, yeah. Like they, they uh, Boston. It's the TD Garden, but they just call it the Garden. Mm-hmm. Like like you know, I I, I want a good name like that. You can be something presented by whatever, but I want like the Heat Arena. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted that for the Steelers too before Acushier came in. I wanted it to be like <laughs> Yinzer Field presented by. AIDS. <laughs> I, I was pulling for Iron City. Iron City would be sick. The Iron City field. Mm. Yeah, I will. I still don't think Iron City has money like that. Yeah, but like, just just make it happen. You know, cut some costs. Just, you know, it'd be good for the city. Absolutely. You could give them the naming rights for a discount, but they have to give free Iron City to the Steelers to sell at the games. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah, because then they'll sell Iron City for cheaper at the games, too. Yeah. Um, all right, next, we got Luke is a smart man. Um, he was asked where LeBron ranks uh, at all time. Okay, this was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he was asked, hey, where's LeBron rank all time for you? He replied, I'm not doing all that ranking stuff, man. I just enjoy the great basketball. I just enjoy great basketball players, and that's it. I mean, he's an amazing player, exceptional player. But I'm not doing this ranking stuff. That's smart. It's smart. And yeah, because yeah, you know the media is going to swoon in and be like, "This is what Luca thinks. What do you think?" Like, and you know, then it's Luke, just going to be a whole thing. Luca says LeBron's better than MJ. Yeah, like, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with Luca. Just stay out of it, man. Just stay out of it. Yeah. Um, this one I don't really feel like reading all this stuff. So we can kind of freestyle because I'm sure you know it too. Um, on Saturday's game, the Lakers Grizzlies game, there was a big fight between Shannon Sharp, who was sitting courtside, and the yeah. entire Grizzlies organization. Um, <laughs> I think he got Chippy on the floor first, and uh, then Sharp started barking at uh, Dylan Brooks. Oh, and then Steve Adams got involved, which you don't want to mess with Steve Adams. He's huge. Which mm-hmm. then prompted Jaw to get involved, and then eventually Jaw Morant's dad, T Morant, um, and they're 
and it was like T. Morant and Shannon Sharp yelling at each other in each other's face. Uh, security escorted Shannon Sharp off of the floor to the back and let him come back in the third quarter, which really got <laughs> uh, Dylan Brooks. Uh, Dylan Brooks pissed off. Um, yeah, he should have had to leave for the whole game. I think so too. And Brooks later was asked about it, and he said he wasn't fine. He wasn't a fan of the decision, but he didn't really want to get into it. So it's quote: "I ain't talking about that. You can ask him. He's a blogger, whatever he is. I don't really care about that oh. question." Yeah. Oh. yeah. So side note though about the whole thing, I want yeah. that sweater, that cardigan that Shannon Sharp had. I don't know how true it is, but I heard uh, on one of the podcasts I listened to. Yeah. Uh. The, the, well, the, the guy who's on the Pat Bev podcast was on a different podcast, and he's talking about that sweater, and he said me and Pat were talking off air, and someone, and I think Pat has the same sweater, and it's like four grand. What? There's something crazy like that. I don't know how realistic <laughs> it is or how like truthful it is, but he said like that. That's whatever sweater he's wearing because I think someone brought up the incident and said that's yeah. sweater, sweet, like how you just did, and he said I heard from Pat Bev that is like four grand. Good lord, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, I, I saw somebody like posted the picture of him like all like jacked up like on the sideline about it like in the sweater and it was like they made it an album cover and they were like name this album <laughs> and the top <laughs> comment of course was no skips yeah I, I saw that one too that's great <laughs> no skips is amazing uh, that'd be great um, all right let's keep going we're with the headlines I have two more um Magic Johnson recently revealed on the All Smoke podcast that uh, when he was pitching the Lakers to LeBron, he told him he'd go out and get Kawhi Leonard in free agency in the next offseason. Um, he didn't, but he also revealed that the reason he didn't is because something he never know, and it was he didn't realize that Anthony Davis was going to be obtainable. So he went and got Anthony Davis instead. Uh, okay. Um, which eventually were ultimately worked out because they ended up winning a ring with AD. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and Kawhi's been kind of hurt for the Clippers, so like, in the long run, it's a better move, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like in the moment though, if this came out like back when this all happened, it would have been kind of like fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it came out the literally after the offseason that Kawhi was a free agent and like LeBron came mm-hmm. out and said, "Dude, Magic promised this, this, and this." Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I don't think Magic was in charge of the team after that season, anyways. No, he had a very short tenure after year. LeBron Might was be, there. If it's two, then it's then this that he got Anthony Davis. But I, I think it was only like a year mm-hmm. when he was president of basketball operations. He kind of got did dirty. I think so too. Like, I mean, I, didn't he get fired the year after LeBron was hurt all season? Yeah, like it was literally. I think he was there for a year, and he got LeBron. I was like, you can't blame Magic for that. Like, yeah. and he was not even the GM too. Like, he's. I think he was the president of basketball operations, which is above the GM. So you kind of like also. Yeah. Like, that's what Pat Riley is for the Heat. So like, it's you have influence, and you can definitely influence it. But at the end of the day, he's not the one who's GM. Yeah. So, whatever. It's, it was Palenka then, and it still is. Um, then it's kind of my like full court press, like. Debate, conversation, whatever you want to call it. Um, as of right now, the dunk contest has three participants. Shaden Sharp from Portland, KJ Martin from Houston, and for the first time ever, a G League player named Mac McClung, who plays for the Sixers G League affiliate. He's this little white dude, never made it to the NBA. He's G League, played college and stuff like that. Uh, I never heard of him. Cody Farkas, who's been on this podcast before, immediately when it got announced, he said, dude, 
Max in it. Awesome. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. And he goes, mm-hmm. oh, dude, let me send you some clips. And there's just like his highlight tapes from like high school. And he's doing like windmill dunks. He's a little white dude. Windmill dunks mid game. And he's just like a very like electric, like high flying, like guard essentially. And I watch his highlights. I'm like, dude, this is sweet. So I'm very excited about him being into it, being into it, which kind of got me thinking. Everyone's always complaining about the dunk contest, how boring it is lately. And a lot of people blame like the NBA not being able to get high big names. Like LeBron's mm. never going to do it. Zion's never going to do it. Jaw's never going to do it. People will say that's why it sucks. I think it sucks because the names you get who aren't big already also don't know how to dunk. I'd rather the NBA go out and get these people off of and one mixtapes from like street ball dunk contests and put it on and then have these like 12th guys off the bench who no one knows, but they're in the NBA. So we're going to go for it. So like this G league kid, he, he, he could be amazing and that could make basically change it better. Maybe you'll be topping the, the last couple years or whatever he did, you know? Yeah, that's for sure. I just don't know. How I feel about like G league players doing the dunk contests. I think if they're sick with it, why not? You know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be sick. I think it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's it should still be the NBA players. Just move them up. Yeah, just for the week, activate them. Yeah, just the activate them for the week and find that loophole, and then I'm all right with it. Yeah, well, technically, I mean, he definitely is a part of the 76ers organization because he's in their G League. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I also noted that there was another headline about the dunk contest shortly after I wrote this already, and Aaron Gordon said he would do it again. If he makes the all-star team. Wow. So I'm sure that's incentivizing it a little bit. (laughs) It definitely spiked his, his fan votes. Cause everyone's for sure that I might go on revoting at him. If I didn't already, (laughs) which I think I might've already voted for him. I've, I voted one time. You can vote a million times. I voted one time and Mm. did, um, uh, everyone on my fantasy team. Oh, wow. like my friends league, I was like, my, they're so good. I'm just gonna do a whole starting five, uh, ten, and from my fantasy league, the West had like Zion, Jaw, uh, JJJ. I had KD on the East. I had Bam. I had Jimmy. Is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then the last thing I have is some trade deadline rumors and whatnot. Last week I said a big rumor coming out of the trade deadline stuff was that Ruri Hachimara was going to get traded to a Western conference team from the wizards. And as of two days ago, he was traded to the Lakers for three second round picks and guard Kendrick Nunn. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, it's a good move. Yeah. I mean, Rui is a solid, uh, big guy to kind of add. If you're the Lakers, Mm -hmm. um, especially when like Anthony Davis gets hurt. Yeah, you definitely need depth in that position. Um, Rui did play last night for the Lakers. 21 minutes, 12.6 boards. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely what you need. So, I mean, I, I think it's a good move. For sure. Yeah, overall, it's a good move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next rumor is not not really a rumor. This is more of a fact. The Bucks and Serge Ibaka have agreed to try to find a trade partner for the big guy. Um, Ibaka hasn't played since November, since falling out of the rotation. Uh, so there's not really any rumors of which teams might go for him yet, but Serge Ibaka could be on the move. Is he still worth anything? Like, I don't, I don't know. 
this would be more of a I, I could see it being more Ring of chase. Like a, uh, yeah, but like from the deal standpoint, like a second round, one second round pick and a cash consideration. Yeah. Yeah. Or like that Serge Ibaka for, I, I don't think they're going to get anything for him. Like mm. it's going to be more of like, hey, let's just get him off payroll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand the standpoint from the Bucks unloading that, but I mean, more so for like another team making a move on him. Yeah. Like, I what think. Are you, uh, what are you really gonna get out of that? Which he already won a ring, so he might not necessarily be ring chasing. He might be saying, "Hey, if I'm not gonna play here in Milwaukee, you can trade me anywhere. Uh, it's like cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And then finally, the last rumor I have this week, at least, the Clippers are interested in both Cal Lowry and Fred Van Vliet. Wow. They are just trying to build the 2019 Raptors around Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> That's literally all they're trying to do. They're like, hey, remember you guys won? Let's get your teammates from that team and bring them here. So maybe Serge Bring Bach- them back and add Paul George, and we'll we'll win for sure. Maybe maybe Serge Bach will go there, too. We were just talking about Serge Bach. He was on that team, too. Yeah, that's true. That's so maybe, true. maybe he'll be, make his way over to the Clippers. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from a Heat standpoint, it seems like there's a lot of rumors swirling around Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Um, I just want to say I would like to keep Kyle Lowry. But if we get trade him and get a decent like return, I'm cool with it because that's going to unload a lot of cap space, and we don't really need that many guards as we have, you know. Yeah, we have we have a, a whole list of like good guards on our team. Gabe Vincent's been great. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, Victor Oladipo. We don't really need Kyle Lowry, I think. But you could parlay him into freeing up some cap space, and then maybe, yeah, you'll deal Kyle Lowry over to the Clippers. Give us like, uh, just give us one first round pick. Maybe he can be late, doesn't have to be protected. Uh, yeah. But that frees up space where we can then flip that pick and get like someone like John Collins or another like power forward who's going to be have a lot of money and bring him in. You know. I'm yeah, cool. and more beneficial to the team. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, but all right, that's all I got for NBA. All right. All right. All right. Let's take it over to the NFL. Yes, sir. Talking dirty. So leading off with the uh, divisional round recap. All right. So uh, it's a little bit weird last week with, uh, you know, just me not being on the podcast, but I did submit my picks. They were pretty much the same, though, between you and me. Um, Mm -hmm. but overall, the only thing that we had different was the, uh, Giants and Eagles game. I took the Giants sadly, and they lost miserably to the Eagles. Um, let me get the NFL scores up here. All right. So, um, yeah, so first up we had the Giants versus the Eagles, the Eagles won 38 to 7. You had the Eagles, I had the Giants. We also had the Chiefs versus the Jaguars earlier that day. And the Chiefs won. What was it? God damn, I'm a mess right now. 27 to 20, the Chiefs won. Uh, we both had the Chiefs, so we both got that point. And then taking it over to the uh, Sunday games, we had the Bengals versus the Bills. And the Bengals won 27 to 10. Uh, then 
wrap it all up with uh, the evening game on Sunday. We had the 49ers versus the Cowboys. The 49ers won 19 to 12. So we both had the Chiefs. You had the Eagles. We both had the Bills, and we both had the 49ers, bringing the grand total to 189 to 184 in favor of you. So congratulations. It's locked up. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. This was the uh, – this is the longest it took for me to lock it up. Yeah, it it, it did take a while. Um, it was hard fought, but even, even if the Giants won, I would have to, like, pull some bullshit to win it all. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple years ago, maybe, where I had to uh, – I gave you double points in playoffs. Yeah, it still didn't matter. Yeah, I, I was, like, up by 20. You, know, you need to, like, sweep me in the playoffs the way so I give you, like, <laughs> yeah. double points and everything if you want. And you, I still just didn't. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But uh, looking so back what, at the week, just some gut-wrenching moments. Wait, um, what do I get? Wait, what? Dude, what do I win? Um... I don't know. You want my trophy from my fantasy basketball league? I gotta do. <laughs> you can have it. Oh no, no, no! It's fine. I, I keep telling the guy to pick it up, but he won't do it. So I don't know. You can have it. Cheers. I'll I'll take <laughs> it if we could trade it, change out the plaques to be like pickums. <laughs> we probably could. It probably wouldn't be that difficult. Yeah, we should just buy a trophy. We could, yeah. That might be easier. Yeah. All right. But sorry, continue. But anyways, take it over to guys got wrenching moments for the week. I only had a couple here. Um, first up, so you know, Demar Hamlin was able to come in and watch the game for the Bengals versus the Bills. Fortunately, you know, it was a good look for the NFL. But it was a bad look for CBS. CBS, because every time they cut to Demar Hamlin, it was like a giant snowstorm where you couldn't see shit. And they're just like, yeah, look at Demar Hamlin. It's just like snow. You can't yeah. see anything. And it led like all of the internet having this theory that he's not even at the game. Like they're just like making a big show of it. No, nah, bro. He, according to the internet, he died. Yeah. <laughs> he, so he, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, according to the internet, he never survived that hit. And they're just, they have a doppelganger. That's why in the hospital, his pictures, his face was half covered. And yeah. that's why all these videos, whatever, people in the internet are stupid. The, the man, yeah, that was that was an egregious take. I don't know. That's that's a bit much. <laughs> that was like, and I also hate not to rant, not a tangent here, but a lot of people are calling the people who are calling that theory a thing as they're calling them all MAGA people and Trump people. Uh, it's, not, it's not it's not a political thing at all. It's just people. These are stupid people. Yeah, yeah. It's not political. It's they're stupid people. <laughs> and then the the only other thing I had for the gut wrenching moments was everything that Eli Apple tweeted while in the game. Bro, so if, if, real quick, I, I'll I'll explain it all. I'll let you explain it all. But if I was thinking about this the other day, or not the other day, yesterday, if I did weenies of the week in playoffs, that would be he'd be number one. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Okay. So um, after the game, you just see Eli Apple tweet out a bunch of stuff like, you know, Stefan Diggs is like, you know, reflecting after the game. And then Eli Apple just coming in like Cancun on three, putting the Damar emoji they've been using for the past like week and a half or whatever. Um, I don't know. Eli Apple is just like so bad. <laughs> 
and he he acts like he's so good whenever he comes and like the Bengals win the game, but then he gets burned the next week by some yeah. wide receiver. So, yeah. but that's all I had for gut wrenching moments. I don't know if there's anything you want to toss in there. Anything you notice from the week? Um. Well, going off of the last thing, kind of just like Stephon Diggs yelling at Josh Allen. That was a tough moment to look at. Yeah, yeah. The Bills um, are just in a full collapse mode right now. Yeah, that's it's kind of bad. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen there. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but taking it over to the injuries for the week, um, pretty much the only major one is quarterback Patrick Mahomes injured his ankle in the win over the Jaguars. He returned to the game to seal the victory, but he also start uh, stated he is playing this week. Um, apparently, sources close to the team are seeing it as worse than it's being delivered as, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he, he's definitely going to play, but it's just a question of how hurt is he? Who, Mahomes? Sorry, I have spaced out. Yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, well, I saw a t- video today from media, for like someone in the media. He was full on draw- jogging at practice, like fine. Yeah, yeah. Which okay. high ankle sprain, it must hurt. Like, I mean, he's say what you want about his his wife and his brother. He's kind of badass. The fact that did you during the game whenever he found out he had to go to the locker room because he was hurt, he took his jacket and slammed it on the ground. And he's mad at himself <laughs> for getting hurt. He was so mad at his injury. Then he ended up coming, getting taped up and coming back out. Like even when he first had it, he stayed on the field and did a one leg hop handoff. Yeah. Like, I, I think Mahomes obviously great, but I think he's kind of like a badass at the same time. Yeah, I mean, this is like a big like if he can if he can pull off a victory here and like go on to the Super Bowl with like this ankle injury, I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna say a lot for his legacy. That's some gritty. That's some grittiness right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The only other thing I had for injuries though was Cowboys running back Tony Pollard suffered a broken leg and high ankle sprain versus the 49ers. So it's gonna be a question about him and like OTAs and everything coming into the new season. So that's the only reason I mentioned it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the injury report. So take it over the headlines. Um, so there was a lot of stuff that dropped over the past, uh, especially over the last day today. Um, we had some coaching moves and things like that, but I'll start with, uh, the free agency rumor mill. So, you know, a lot of players are going to be speculating to be moved this off season. So I just wanted to name drop a couple of the big ones. Um, and then we could just react, but mm-hmm. first up I had obviously Tom Brady. So it's looking like he's definitely going to be leaving the bucks. We're not sure exactly when, but the speculated teams that he's going to be eyeing up are the Raiders, Dolphins, 49ers, Panthers, Titans, and the Patriots. <laughs> That's a lot of teams. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was, when it's a guy like Tom Brady, it's going to be like half the NFL looking at him, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I see it being the Raiders, but I, I don't know. I don't know if you think differently. I think Raiders or Patriots. I think that yeah. um, if this is going to be his last year, which I don't know if it is or not, mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to want to go back to New England at some point. Which yeah. the Raiders, though, you kind of get with uh, McDaniel's. That's why he kind of wants probably. That's why the Raiders probably even on the on the radar. His old offense coordinator for years is the head coach there. So yeah, yeah. Know, we'll see. Then uh, next up, I have Aaron Rodgers. So the most likely teams he can be on next year are the Packers, Jets, Commanders, and 49ers. Um, 
I do think at the end of the day, it's going to be the Packers, even though the Jets went out and hired on Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator today. Um, Rogers said he's open to restructuring his contract. So I think it's just going to be a repeat of last year where everybody thinks he's going to be leaving and then he ends up staying. Yeah, that could be the case. I think um, a big option for Rogers that wasn't named is retirement too. I could see sure, the guy just saying, sure. fuck it, you know, but yeah. I did. I think I sent it to you on a post. He could just pull a complete career of uh, Brett Favre. Just go, go to the jets after the Packers, then finish <laughs> his career in Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, that would be hilarious. Yeah. If he's followed in Brett Favre's footsteps and went to the jets <laughs> next, like that would be kind and of, and then fun. like every Packer quarterback has to do it after him. Yeah, yeah. Then Jordan it's like Love a rite of passage before you. Now come Jordan Love's gonna come in and be the Aaron Rodgers and be the guy <laughs> he drafted too soon and sat on the bench for years. Then he's won one Super Bowl, and then he's gonna be the guy, and then he's gonna move on to the Jets, and then the next guy. Is gonna <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna be a cycle because as yeah. of right now, it's what's looking like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next up, the uh, I have Lamar Jackson. So I have here the Ravens, Jets, Commanders, Titans, and Seahawks as likely options to go to. Um. Personally, I'm thinking it's going to be the uh, Seahawks. Myself, I I wouldn't I I wouldn't hate that because one mm-hmm. he's not in the AFC anymore. Yeah, especially yeah. AFC North. And two, I don't know. I just that's a team that's I could actually start rooting for more Jackson. And I could also see like you know they don't really have to change their schematics up too much from going from Russell Wilson to Geno Smith now to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I agree. And you already have some weapons for them in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So I think it's definitely a good situation that they could do. Yeah. And that defense, even even though he's doing anything decent, that defense is coming up. They're, they they started off good. They kind of fell off in the season, but they're, they're a defense yeah. that keep building up. And by the time. It's passable. Yeah. By the time they get good enough, if that offense is buzzing, then that's a Super Bowl contending team again. Yeah. And I mean, you look at the Cardinals and the Rams, and they're pretty much shot. Yeah. So you're really only competition in the NFC West is the 49ers. So, which it kind of was. That's kind of the case back in the when Legion of Boom and Russell Wilson and some Gun Super Bowl. It's like that 49ers team was the only one that had like that was a good team at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, then next up, I have Derek Carr. So I think the likely destinations for him are the Jets, Commanders, Titans, Seahawks. I'm going to throw in there too the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Just in case, maybe just a swap for swap. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I could see that. I could see that too. Personally, I think he's going to be on the Jets. I think that's the quarterback that goes to the Jets at the end of the day. I think so too. I think it's yeah. going to be him, or I can also see Geno Smith. Yeah. Sure. Oh God. <laughs> the Rogers thing. It'd be funny for the for the timeline for like the cycle of Packers quarterbacks. It'd be funny, and it'd be yeah. good for you. Uh, but I I think more realistically, it's going to be Carr Smith. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, and then next up, I had Saquon Barkley. So he's actually on the table this year. I'm um, in the offseason. So I think it's going to be most likely he stays with the Giants because I don't imagine they let him go. But you could toss in the Bills on that, too. Maybe the Bills just power move, go for Saquon Barkley. It'll be huge. It'll be huge. Be kind of nice. I- I, I think he's going to save the Giants. So I believe I read somewhere that um, his agent came out and said that if he would like to stay here, but 
he also needs to get paid. Okay. So if gotcha. the Giants give him money, the contract he wants, he'll stay. But yeah, he, he wants. From what I've read, it seems like that is number one option for him is to stay with the Giants. But if they're gonna be stingy and not give him the money, he's fine with walking. Damn. Okay. Okay. Then kind of similarly, uh, Justin Jefferson. So he was dropping some cryptic tr- tweets uh, after the Vikings lost. And he said he's going to be with whoever wants him more, which is essentially code for whoever pays him more. So I, I don't know. Do you see him leaving Minnesota or do you think he just stays? Is he a free agent or is he? Uh... I, I'm thinking like a request to trade type thing. All right. What if? <laughs> Well, if it's another Andrew Rodgers situation, but if with Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs is Matt Josh Allen. They trade back. So they so they so they trade they trade a, a first. He Stephon Diggs goes wherever he fucks off, and uh, then yeah. the Bills trade a first round pick to the Vikings to get Jefferson. Yeah. And then yeah. the Vikings draft another insane receiver out of college for the first round pick. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's just another. Maybe cycle. they just do that every like three years. Yeah, it's it's just it's just the NFC North with the AFC East cycle. Yeah, yeah. The Packers sent a quarterback to the Jets. The Vikings sent a wide receiver to the Bills. All right. Um, the only other name I had before I was gonna just run off some names, but Ezekiel Elliott has stated that he quote can't predict the future, but definitely wants to be in Dallas. So. I don't know if he's going to stay, but we'll we'll have to see on that one. Um, he's not going to get the money he wants from Dallas. For sure. For sure. No. He's so not. he has to just accept that he's not going to be that, you know, that well paid anymore. Yeah. You got to take a pay cut for, for like being where you want to be. Yeah. At that yeah. point, if you're him. Mm-hmm. Um, then other notable names in the free agency this year. OBJ, Danny Dimes, Juju, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jordan Poyer, Dalton Schultz, DJ Chark, Miles Sanders, Patrick Peterson, and Jadavia and Clowney. Yeah. So a lot of good names out there. It's going to be a good mm-hmm. offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the coaching carousel goes, there was only one other move that dropped aside from Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, former Colts head coach Frank Wright is being named the head coach of the Panthers. Yeah. I so, think it's a bad move by the Panthers, but it's okay. Most likely, yeah. Just because Frank Reich really hasn't done anything since he left uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, and he wasn't a head coach there, so. No, no. Hey, I don't think he's a head coach guy. Yeah, but he keeps getting so many damn chances. <laughs> yeah. Where was he before Philly? Wasn't he a head coach somewhere else? I think he was Indy. Before? Maybe. Maybe. Let me look it up. I have them up. Wasn't he Stafford's uh, boy? Or not Stafford. Uh, Andrew Luck's boy. You're right. He was. Yeah. No, wait. Well, he's been over there since 2018. Oh. Uh, so now, never mind. He was. Uh, oh, yeah. So he was, he was a quarterback coach in the Colts from 2009, 2010. Yeah. And then he went to offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Then wide receiver coach in Arizona, quarterbacks coach in the Chargers. Offensive coordinator for the Chargers 2015, 2014, 2015, uh, and Eagles. Then his first head coaching job was the Colts. Gotcha. And now he's the Panthers. All right. Um. So with the Super Bowl coming up, we're just having some announcements come out for the, uh, you know, what the game's going to be about, like what, you know, a lot of the sideshow attractions and things like that. The NFL announced their referee crew for the Super Bowl. 
the head ref will be Carl Cheffers. No. So you probably don't know Carl Ch- or Carl Cheffers. No, but no, 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 no. He is notorious for throwing a lot of flags. And this year alone in 2022, he has thrown 214, and that is first in the league. The second place guy is Brad Allen with 203. All right. Also, yeah. What's it called? Um, NFL rigged. This guy is has a history of the Chiefs. I mentioned him on Weenies of the Week yeah. a few weeks ago. He he hates. He always screws over the Chiefs. He's the guy at the beginning of the season when he's making the call in Kansas City and his voice cracked because of all the boos and how crazy yeah. Arrowhead was. So if the Chiefs win, they make it to the Super Bowl. Bet the other team. It'd be I'm problematic betting. for him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm betting the other team. And then the uh, umpire is going to be Roy Ellison. Down judge is going to be Jared Phillips. Line judge is Jeff Bergman. Field judge, John Jenkins. Side judge is Eugene Hall. Back judge is Dino Paganelli. Sick name right there. And then the replay official. Dino Paganelli. Dude, that's a sick name. Yeah. Dude, that got to be your alias somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Then the replay official is going to be Mark Butterworth. <laughs> Not that sick of a name. No, no, that, that's a bad name. But Dino, was it Pagnoli? Dino Paganelli. Paganelli. Dino yeah. Paganelli. What a name. All refs, though, in that list, except for Jenkins and Butterworth, have multiple Super Bowl experience refing. So I guess that's good, at least. Yeah, good for him. They also announced that Chris Stapleton is going to be singing the national anthem. Love that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, apparently DJ Snake is also going to be DJing at the Super Bowl. I think during the halftime show with Rihanna. That'd be cool too. So we'll we'll see how that all pans out. Does DJ Snake have any songs with Rihanna? Um. Yeah, right now. I don't know. People are asking. People are wondering. Yeah. Yeah. People are asking. Um, no option. No option. Yeah, that's a DJ Snake Rihanna joint. Wow. Terror Squad with Shakira and Rihanna. I, know, I just never mind. That's whatever. Um, no options. Only one. Okay. Okay. That works. I don't know what song that is. I'm sure if I, I heard it. I know. I haven't heard it. Yeah. Then on. Uh, the only other things I have, though, the Patriots are expected to hire Bill O'Brien as their new offensive coordinator. So I guess he's back. I don't know why they're making that move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bad. And then uh, Andy Reid becomes the third coach with 20 playoff wins after last week. Uh, I was going to do a trivia, but the only other two are Bill Belichick, obviously, and then a Cowboys coach I never heard of in Tom Landry. Oh, uh, no. I, would've, I was like, I would've, it's not worth it. I would have guessed, like, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing I have for headlines is Joey Bosa was fined $55,546 for unsportsmanlike conduct versus the Jaguars and criticizing the officials. The officials needed criticized. They did, yeah. I see that play a few times now, like, yeah. he's freaking out and they showed another angle. Total false start, total hold, basically to lose a game. Yeah. Like, I would be pissed if I was Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But all right, with that, let's take it over to the conference championships picks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The scores pulled up yet. Um, 
So it doesn't really matter, right? So we can do whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Right now it is the three o'clock game on Sunday is 49ers versus the Eagles in Philly. The Eagles are two and a half point favorites. Really? Okay. Okay. Uh, I get that. You get the two and a half points essentially just for home games. So it's pretty much a toss up besides that. Um, I think the 49ers are going to win. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I'll ride with the bird gang. <laughs> I'll ride with the bang, bang bird gang. Um, All right. Give it to the home crowd. Philly, tough place to play the NFC championship. You definitely got to give that a factor with a rookie quarterback too. One bad throw, his whole yeah. he's gonna crumble. Mm. Um, I think Shanahan and that team's gonna win though, but I'm gonna go Eagles. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go with the 49ers on that one. Mm. Um, and then the 6:30 game, the evening game, the AFC Championship. We have the Bungles versus the Chiefs in Arrowhead. No spread. It's, the spread is zero. It says. I mean, it, it's, it's your zero. call on that one. I'm probably gonna go with the opposite. I'm gonna go the Chiefs. I, I think I've been saying this all week. I think the Chiefs. Yes, the Bengals are great. The Bengals are this whatever. Um, the truth is that offensive line from the Bengals is pretty beat up and you're going to get Frank Clark and Chris Jones on an unexperienced, very bad offensive line. And Joe Burr is already the most sack quarterback in the league. I think yeah. he's going to have a tough time with that this week. Yes. I think his skill players are better than that secondary on the chiefs. Mm. So with that being said, I just think that that offensive line is finally going to crumble. I mean, the same guy who's going to be on Frank Clark, who's has no experience as a backup lineman, was against where Von Miller would have been last week if Von Miller wasn't hurt. So that, so that's why like the Bills defense did nothing on him. I yeah. think it's gonna be. I think they're gonna. That line's gonna be exposed this week. And Patrick Williams isn't 100, percent but I just think that the Chiefs defense is gonna be playing better. All right. I I mean I'm gonna go with the Bengals here. I mean I just think the Bengals just have the Chiefs number in this at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's another thing too. The Chiefs are due. They are due. They're they are due. due. They're they're due. Yeah, but I think this this injury with Mahomes. I mean, even though it doesn't look that bad, there might be more to it. Yeah, maybe. I also think I'm a big believer of karma. Yeah, and with all that shit, the Eli Apple was saying that so, it'd be so funny if the universe just said you guys are even making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well. Anything else for NFL? Um, go Chiefs. All right, let's go uh, 49ers. <laughs> All right. Chiefs 49ers would be a good Super Bowl. Yeah, would it be a rematch? A rematch from a couple years ago and from yeah. like early Super Bowls too, I think, right? Maybe. Yeah. No, Chiefs Packers were early. I don't know. Regardless. All right, well, let's take it over to uh, pop culture. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace. Drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Let's get into some pop culture. Um, leading off movies. Really, the only thing I have here, I have two things. The Oscar nominations. Um, if you want to cover them, I guess. I mean, we can go into them a little bit here. For let's, actor. Yeah, so let's rapid fire it because I didn't see a lot of these movies. But the ones we yeah. saw, we can maybe talk about. 
so actor in leading role, we have Austin Butler and Elvis, Colin Farrell in the Banshees of the uh, in in Sheeran. I don't know the Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Then we have Brendan Fraser in The Whale, Paul Meskel in After Sun, and Bill Nighy in Living. Uh, actor in a supporting role, not really anything there except for Key Key Guan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. I might watch that. Uh, I'm gonna try to. This next yeah. week, where I'm when I'm at home, because I'm trying to catch up on all the stuff I didn't watch yet. Yeah, I'm hearing great things about it too. Um, for actress in a leading role, we have Kate Blanchett, Anna De Armas, and Blonde. Don't know how she got that. Awful, <laughs> awful. How'd she get an Oscar on for that? I know that's, that's ridiculous. Then uh, Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, actress in a supporting role, we have Angela Bassett from Black Panther. Makes sense. She killed it. And Jamie Lee Curtis from, of course, Everywhere, Everything, All at Once. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Best picture. There we go. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Way of the Water, uh, The Banshees of the Ishiran, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. Triangle of Sadness and Woman Talking. That's what we got up for grabs on Best Picture. Avatar 2. More like Avatar. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Speaking of Avatar, the other headline I had for movies, apparently the third Avatar movie, there will be a fire Navi nation, like his, whatever you call those blue people, alien things. Navi, um, you're right. People Stupid. are criticizing him for essentially ripping off the last airbender, though. Good. Because it's a fire nation. Yeah. No, yeah. And Way of the Water had the water nation. So he's just ripping off everything at this point. Yeah, I mean, James Cameron's fraud. <laughs> and they're probably going to be evil, the fire nation. Because why wouldn't the fire nation be evil? Is is James Cameron bad for movies? People are asking. <laughs> I, I'm starting to not like James Cameron, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, I, like, mean, I think I, he makes good movies, but it's just like, <sighs> yeah, that's where it is. Like, I love all of his older movies. Like Terminator 2 is one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. But it's just like, he's very annoying. Sure. For sure. Um, but that's all I have for movies. So I don't know if there's anything you want to toss in there. Um, not for movies. No. All right. Well, let's take it over to TV. Leading off the Bad Batch, uh, what episode are we on? Five? Is that five? Four. Four? Okay, first episode two, four. First two were the Count Dooku stuff. Yeah. Episode three was the Commander Cody one. Yeah. This is four, right? Or is there one between? No, there's one in between. There's the yeah, race. so this is five. Yeah, this All is right, five. episode five. But we didn't talk about the racing one either. I like this. Yeah, the racing one. We did skip the racing one. Um. I, I, like I actually it. fucked with the racing one. I liked it because uh, Ben Schwartz, aka John Ralphio, was the robot that they had. Yeah, he was a sassy was, robot too. That was hilarious. yeah, I liked him. I liked him. <laughs> Dude, that was funny. He was like clapping back to attack. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was like, "What do you think you can figure this out?" <laughs> I was dying the whole time. Was, mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, I don't, I don't know what I think about the Bad Batch though. I mean. It started off strong, but now it's kind of like nothing's really happening. Well, yeah, that's what you kind of get with these uh, 
with these these anime shows, yeah, you're gonna have insane plot one episode that moves yeah. everything along, then the next episode's like, oh, uh, here's a one-off adventure where tech goes pod racing, but we're gonna call it something that's not pods. <laughs> and then we're gonna have Wanda Sykes lead a pirate adventure. Yeah. Like, which, that made no sense why there's a giant robot deer they were in that's yeah, was scorching a, a planet <laughs> what i had no idea what that episode was about to be honest with you but yeah. I, I don't know i feel like we're having more of those episodes that are like that instead of you know pl- like plot driven or anything like that mm-hmm. like it seems like like except for episode one and two it's very like stepping away from everything else maybe the crosshair episode you can throw in there but it was kind of its own thing yeah no, that episode was amazing, though. Yeah, I really liked that episode. The Crosshair Commander Carrier, that was, like, the best episode mm-hmm. of the season. Um, but I don't know. Any, anything else from Bad Batch? I mean, there's really not much to discuss. Um, no. Okay. Really. I don't really have anything on it. Then we also had the Invincible uh, teaser for Season 2. Uh, pretty much just look uh, like a live look at Mark and uh, Seth Rogen's character talking at the diner. Okay. Um, really doesn't reveal much, but it's essentially just telling us, hey, it's coming. It's coming this year. So I'm excited. Um, all the story content that they're going to be diving into with season two, it's going to start to get dark pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait to see, like, you know, everything that they get to deliver in the uh, TV show. Yeah, not get that. I actually didn't see this teaser, but I. Um, I'm excited for Invincible season two, so that's cool. Um, yeah. Side side tangent: uh, our buddy Dan, who's been on the podcast a few times, um, was up in Boston visiting his family around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his brother likes all the animated shows and stuff like that. Um, and he just said, "You ever seen Invincible?" He goes, "No." He goes, "Let me show you a scene." And he showed him just a scene at the end of episode one. And his brother said. A jaw dropped, like, I'm going to start watching this. And then he stayed the rest of the night and finished the first two episodes. Dude, that's how I got my buddy in on it, too. That's so funny. We were, we were at a wedding, and it was, like, waiting for, like, you know, the ceremony in the morning. And we were going through, like, the hotel TV menu, and it's, it was Invincible was on there. And I was like, dude, have you seen this? And he's like, no. And I was like, just put on episode one. Yeah. And we're, like, halfway through. He's like, I don't know, man. I was like, you got to wait for the end. <laughs> and then he saw the end and he like bought the books, watched the whole thing, like did everything for it. That's so funny. <laughs> the, that's honestly the way to do it. Like if you want someone to get in a show, show yeah. them like the sweetest scene and then like with no other context. And then it's like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the only other things I have for TV first up, uh, how I met your father. So one of the showrunners from that apparently uh, departed from the project. I don't know if he was officially fired or if he was asked to step down or just left for creative differences, but apparently now he's going on podcasts, just dropping how the story all ends. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, I I don't care about that show, but yeah, yeah, so. yeah. it's it's kind of funny. That's a that's that's scumbaggy. A little bit, but it's it's kind of like it's kind of funny to me. I don't know, but you mm-hmm. can actually, if you want to know, you can go on Reddit and you can find like the entire like leak conversation type thing that's yeah <laughs> uh, that's funny like what do you do as a show at that point though you have to rewrite it you have to you, you have, have to. to you have to just botch everything or and what you should do it. you should do is you should say you're rewriting it in the don't 
Yeah. I don't know what that accomplishes really, but it'd be kind of funny. True. True. It kind of gets everyone know. settled down. That's like, oh wait. Because people would be like, it seems like that's how it's gonna end, though. It's like, no, no, no. It's mm-hmm. not gonna be like that. No. And then it is. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, apparently, Barney Stinson made an appearance too. Really? In, in one of the recent episodes, yeah. He, I, I think she just gets into a car accident with them. It's like nothing major. Oh my God, Neil Patrick Harris, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, and he just says like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I don't know if you've been seeing the stuff about that 90s show, but it's getting some decent reviews. Not like that it's better than the original, but like it stacks up pretty well on its own. It's like I say, I did you check. Did you check it out at all? I know I've been waiting for this week. I'm, okay. I'm pushing everything I need to watch off to this week. I am going to watch it this week. Um, my next pod, I'll have my full review. Josh Kent's texted me, said that is decent. Cody Farkas, our buddy who's been on this podcast, mm. FaceTimed me yesterday. And he said, it's not really a spoiler. Just kind of, I just want to tell you what a character is in the show. Because there's an Asian man who's non-binary. Wow. Oh. And I said, first of all, that's not a thing in the 90s. Second yeah. of all, Red, and he said this too. He said, Red Foreman would never let that kid in his house. If this <laughs> is the real Red. Like, he would never let that – an Asian non-binary teenager who's not his, he would not let in his house. And I 100% agreed. Turn around. <laughs> he just I, kicks him out. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm, all for inclusive, I'm all for inclusive. I'm not trying to talk shit on that. I'm just saying <laughs> – No, I know, I know. In, in the, in, if you're basing a show in the 1990s in a house with Red Foreman and you show up with an Asian – With a guy who was in the military in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I think they don't, they don't even like the way Cody said it made it seem like they don't even like m- don't even mention it. It's like, dude, it's red form. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One, one of my favorite jokes, uh, like very subtle jokes from that semi show, is whenever they had uh, the two guys from the Brady Bunch come over to watch football with the red and they're gay, but red doesn't realize that at first. And then when they like, he finds that they're gay, he's totally cool with it. But then he finds out that they're Vikings fans. And he like, and he's you, like just, you people disgust me. Get out of my house. He, like, <laughs> just rants and kicks them out because they're Vikings fans. But then like they their response is like, but Red, we can't help it. We're born this way. And it's like it's like a whole thing. Like Red's cool with him being gay, but as soon as you say he's a Vikings fan, they're out. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, but then next up, going over to like a little bit of Marvel. Um, Chloe Bennett, who played Quake in Marvel's Agent of Shield. Heavily teased to return to the MCU in an, ups- in an upcoming project. Mm. Um, personally, my guess is going to be Echo. Uh, I don't know exactly when. Like, it, it's like it's like really popping off. Like these heavy teasers that they're coming back, like the Defenders and uh, Chloe Bennett's Quake. So mm. I I don't know. I can see it based off everything that's like been happening recently with Daredevil. So mm-hmm. I can see her also coming back in Secret Evasion. That's another good one too. Yeah. She was an agent of Shield, so I can see that being a whole thing. That's that's a good point. That show I did never. I watched like the first two seasons. I I, I stopped right around the. Uh, you, you could the probably Hydra. watch the third season and then I'd say stop. Yeah, whenever whenever Hydra the Hydra reveal in MCU mm-hmm. and they yeah. had those episodes that kind of had the Hydra reveal. Whatever end of that season was, I think that was the second season. Yeah, the end of that season is when I stopped watching, and not because. I thought it was bad. I thought it was really yeah. good. It just was this. I think it queued up with the time I went to college. 
and uh, college, I don't you don't have a DVR, and we didn't really have it streaming, and then the next day it's on streaming. Like you know, like we didn't yeah, have gotcha. that when, when I was going to college. There's a lot of shows I just stopped watching because of that like I gave up on The Walking Dead for the same reason. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The The Walking Dead I never got into because. I considered watching it, and then everybody that I talked to about it said, yeah, it really hasn't been as good as, like, season, like, three or something like that. And season I'm like, what season are we awesome. on? And it's, like, season eight. And I'm like, well, why would I watch it? Yeah, so season three is great. And then I read a lot of the graphic novels for my senior year, like, uh, thesis yeah. statement or whatever, paper, mm-hmm. um, where they, right kind of the time when I stopped watching was right when they started getting into, like, the really good shit in the comics, which gotcha. that was like apparently also very good, like in the show. That's like kind of how they saved the show. And God, uh, Jesus. It was, um, you might even heard him. It's that, uh, Morgan guy. Um, his last name's Morgan. He's played, he's in the Batman movie and the, uh, Ben Affleck's dad in flashbacks. He's his character name was Negan. He's a guy who had like a, a bad, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the best villains. And they, I like stopped right when that came up. But season three is great for that too. Yeah. Um, then just a couple of like bigger stories from Hollywood. I mean, one's bigger than the other, but the first one, Rick and Morty, uh, co-creator Justin Roiland was fired from Adult Swim, uh, and resigned from his position at Squanch Games due to pretty offensive DMs and also felony domestic abuse charges, uh, that mm-hmm. have been coming out and surfacing. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen his DMs? I I've heard someone talk about them. Like I, my friend was like reading them off to me. The one I don't I didn't remember them though. They're pretty bad. They're very bad. They're, <laughs> They're very bad. bad. I, I was like watching a video about it and I was like, that, you can't do that. Like mm-hmm. you you can't do that, man. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. So they're they're looking to recast Rick and Morty. Um. So they're probably going through a million people sending audition tapes to them mm-hmm. at the moment. You should send an audition tape. I I would not be good at it. Yeah, just give us a try. Just give us a try. I, I can't right now with this voice anyway, so. Uh, Morty. Morty, we got to <laughs> get to the port of Morty. Oh, like, geez, Rick. Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably like a million of those being sent to them right now. Oh, I'm like, geez, I really want to be the voice of Morty, Rick. But yes, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think Rick and Morty might be done. No, I don't think so at all. You don't think, think so? No, I think the writing teams all stayed. Uh, the whole entire writing team stayed. Dan Harmon is still in the clear. Um, and you can get wow. any any white dude for now. You get any white dude who's decent at impressions to do Rick and Morty. I think. You're yeah, right. you're 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 probably right. But. And and they already what have they're signed on a couple years ago. They signed like what a ten season deal. I, yeah, I think they're gonna have ten seasons and that'll be it. Yeah, probably they'll probably yeah. fill this contract and they'll end it. But they're gonna do the contract. But um. Wasn't so Dan Harmon just can't get away from like controversy in the shows, right? Like mm-hmm. he had to bug himself <laughs> in the community all the time too. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Poor I, guy. I, I think for, I forget the podcast, so I'm sorry I can't credit it, but I was listening to someone talk about this, and they're like, Dan Harmon has nothing right now, but you know that guy is definitely hiding something. Probably, probably. He, he's, he's escaped. All these times without Anthony Creed coming out, but like the same time, he's he yeah. just seems like a guy who has something about him in the closet. I, I can see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Harmon, so I, I hope not. I, I like Dan Harmon, but <laughs> so the last thing I had though for TV, I don't know if you heard about this, but so 
I guess Pamela Anderson went around on some interviews stating that Tim Allen flashed her on the set of Home Improvement when she was like 23 years old. She claims that Allen came up to her like after she was getting out of her dressing room in a robe and then flashed him, uh, flashed himself to her, revealed himself to her. And he told her, it's only fair because I've seen you naked. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't I don't know if I could see Tim Allen doing this, but who the fuck I, knows anymore? Oh, I definitely can. I mean, t- for a long time in college, my phone background was Tim Allen's mugshot. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was a cocaine smuggler. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Everyone does. I mean, I, I, I don't do I, I, I guess I just like associated with Buzz Lightyear. And I'm like, there's no way. And, and Home Improvement and Scott Calvin and mm-hmm. <laughs> and Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt in case this is absolutely true. But at the same time, I can I don't know if he's the guy to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just want to I let the facts come out before I make any <laughs> hard. I want to be like old take exposed, like defending Tim Allen. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, but that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in? Yeah. Last of Us, if you're not watching, you should get on now. It's so good. So, so I, I'm going to I think I'm going to try to buy the games this weekend and I want to play would, that first. I mean, you can. But I'm going to wait till the get the game. So after because if you go play through the whole game, you spoil the whole show for yourself. That's where I'm at. I'm but then you also spoil the game for yourself. Yeah, but the game, you at least get to play it and have fun. This is a very everything I'm watching. Mm-hmm. I'm watching videos and breakdowns and stuff that. They tell you for all the ones I'm watching, like, all right, if there might be some game spoilers. If you want to click out, do it now. They do it at the end. So okay. I always do. But they are saying how closely adapted the show is to the games to like to the point where there's even scenes that are word for word, shot for shot from the game. Yeah. No, I've heard amazing things about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just watch the shows first because I, I don't want the big reveal until I watch the show. If it's going to be like word for word, essentially. And then I'll yeah. go back and play through, the, through it all and still have fun playing it. You, If I know what happens at the end, I feel like I wouldn't want to watch the show. But if I know what happens from the show, I would still want to play the games. See, I feel like I'm the reverse. Yeah. I would rather be surprised in the game than during the t- show. Yeah, but the show, see, the show's week to week. So, like, if you don't know about the show, you have a week of, like, ooh, I love this anticipation. I can't wait for this, this, and this. If you just play the game, if knowing you, you're a big gamer. You can, you'll finish the game in, like, yeah, I'll be done in like three days, week. and then there's no, like, yeah. anticipation buildup. You have a good point there, but I, I still think I'm going to go for the game first. You would. You would. <laughs> But, right. but it's great. I, I'm I'm a big fan. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I just said, you know, Patrick Pascal's in this. Uh, it's the little girl from Game of Thrones who killed it in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, yeah. I, I yeah, I just wanted to watch it for that, and now I'm completely hooked. And I'm watching videos about the lore and about all mm. this stuff. I'm fully immersed in that universe now. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. Mm. Hell, I was watching a video this morning um, <laughs> of the real life fungus that this is based off of, like just taking over ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I've heard. I knew that was a thing before, but still, it's fun. All right. Um, anything else for TV though? Uh, no. All right. Well, I'd say let's take it over to music for jams of the week. But you know what? There was no jams this week. They all pretty much stunk. Um. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's like Kid Leroy. There's a bad like 
Juice World feature. I don't know. Just nothing like really stuck to the wall with me. But uh, hopefully next week's better. Mm-hmm. But with that, that being said, let's take it away, Ryan, with uh, our closing statements. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to mention the Whopper song. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the Whopper song. Yeah, uh, there is a great remix of. Can you just edit it and like that's our outro? <laughs> I don't know how to get it. I don't know how I'd get it off the, off the Instagram. I was, I was gonna pull up for the people. Hold on, I was gonna pull up for the people. Just, just throw it on. You hear it? Yeah, yeah. Whopper, 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 junior, double, triple, whopper, flame grill taste with perfect toppers. Dude, it's perfect. I love if, it. If I could throw that on the playlist, I would. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. I, I want that on Spotify. I mean, that song's just stuck in everybody's head. I mean, yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's I love great it. marketing. I, yeah, I was watching the games with uh, Sep, uh, Joey Seppi, and he... And every time I came on, he got so pissed because he's so tired of it. He's like one of those. And I just so on embraced it. <laughs> every time I see that meme or anywhere, I just send it to him now. Yeah. That's <laughs> fantastic. All um, right. But yeah, your jam of the week, the uh, Whopper commercial song. Whatever that is. The jingle. Mixed with uh, mixed with, Punk. Yeah, that mixed with that Punk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all right. Uh, shout out to everyone who listens each week. week. Um Guy, thanks for doing Skype. I'm glad. I hope your voice is better. Hey, good luck with surgery, man. The boys are down bad these past couple of weeks. They are. Move it into the next week. They are. They are. They are. Next week, I might get on, and I might look like the most disheveled person in the world. <laughs> I, I won't. I wouldn't have left the house in a week. Uh, yeah, that might be bad. So we should do me. like a time lapse of you, like after surgery and like your progression through the weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about getting pictures of or getting a video or a picture of me all doped up on drugs. Like, <laughs> listen to the pod. <laughs> hey, we'll, yeah. see. we'll see. Um, two chains. One of the week. Um, put the boxing gloves on. Showed you how to beat the cases. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a good one. It, it's one that makes you think. Yeah, you go with the gloves on. I'll teach you how to beat the cases. Boxing gloves, cases. Beat up, beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. See you guys. All right. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you of my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right girl Wrong time Baby you could have been my lady Making me all hazy You really had me going on that night But even though I like your state of mind Right girl Wrong time some time has passed The days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where
even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind These things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet Seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean, baby. You're messing up my phrasing. These questions that you're raising, just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like the state of my right, girl, wrong time, baby. You could have been my lady, making me all hazy. You really have me going on that night, but even. Stay of my right